Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Big Lou, Coach JD, and Clayton DeClaw Harris. And we are the Front Porch Sports Radio Show. We are here broadcasting to you from WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee, on right off of West 7th Street. And man, it is windy. And it has been rough, uh, you know. Some of these, some of these states out out in the southwest, like Oklahoma, and how do they put up? <laughs> you know, they get they get weather like this, wind like this, six months out of the year. How do they do it? I, it's crazy. Right now, I'm giving Columbia a new name, the Windy City. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, we might as well. But I'm I'm just telling you, folks. Um, and and I was uh, telling our crew here before we got on the on the air went on the air it was two years ago today that uh some very very strong straight winds came through and uh put some trees over my power lines of my house ripped off the the service the power service meter and everything from the side of our house and we were without power for four days did you get a hotel you know i i just i don't know i didn't we just we were just kind of expecting to see the power company and, and those guys would listen those guys had uh 30,000 I, I I want to say they had like 30,000 people with in Murray County without power and that's a lot of people in Murray County without that's power a lot yeah um so they were hustling and doing the best job they can that, and our, I think our power company does a great job so we just kind of waited it out and we called, and, and they said, we're doing the best we can. We're going to try to get a crew there tomorrow. And we felt as though we needed to be there when it happened. So we just kind of uh, – we candle-lit it up and uh, uh, ate, you- ate out. And I grilled I grilled some stuff on the grill because, I mean, when your refrigerator's off, what are you going to do? You better you got, eat it. You, yeah. better, you better get to eating it. And so that's what, we, that's what we did. And, you know, nowadays refrigerators are so efficient and so insulated – that even in it, like a freezer, like say you're the freezer department, which we have a big slide out d- drawer in the bottom of ours. But, uh, you know, I would say, well, by the fourth day, it was, you could tell things were starting to get uh, a little thought out, you know? Sure. But up until that point, everything else pretty much stayed intact and, fr- and was frozen. So, so you partied like it was 1899. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what we did. It was crazy. It was kind of like uh, I've been. We've been watching a little of that 1923 with uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, and it's, it's really good. Pretty good series. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it was showing out west in Montana. Bozeman is the town, I guess, that they're uh, located in for the for the series. And they were they were walking down the street, and these guys are out there pushing electricity you know like running electricity and, and and like a washing machine and they walk up and they ask you know what is that thing he said it's a washing machine and they said well, what is, how does it work he goes well you put the clothes in put the water in put the soap in plug it up to electricity and then it 
agitates the clothes and washes them. And the women are like, oh, you got to be kidding me. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard of in my life. And uh, the guy's like, no, it's, it's the real deal. And then their husbands were like, well, so you're just trying to get us to pay to, to run electricity so we can pay you for the electricity, right? And the guy's like, look, it's the future. And the guy's like, nah, we don't want any. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And and as you watch that show, you just kind of think back. You think, wow. You know, it a good it's a hundred years. A it's a hundred in a hundred years. Look where we've come. It's yeah. now twenty twenty three. So. Well, what was funny in that show? He went to uh, to tie his horse up, and uh, the the place where the horses where they would tie the horses up was gone. He's like, where did where did it go? He said, we had to make room for cars. You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, they did. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's discuss a few sports things. Uh, Bruce Pearl is mad. He was mad after that Alabama game. Did you see that, Clayton? Did you I've see heard. That? I've heard. I've not seen, but I've heard. He said, quote, we should have won the game. Very, very disappointing. You know, obviously they made some plays talking about Alabama. Um, and, when, and we're talking about the game where Auburn had a 17-point lead uh, just that Wednesday night. Wasn't it? You know, it was yeah, Wednesday night. It was Wednesday night. They had a 17-point lead in Tuscaloosa. And Alabama came back and won in overtime, ninety to eighty-five. And Pearl went on to say they made some play. Alabama made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of them. At the end of the day, I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed. What? There were, there were bad calls on both sides. I mean, okay. Bottom, bottom line is, don't give up a 17 point lead, and then you won't be mad in a, in a post game press conference like that, Bruce. Okay, I got you, Lewis, and, you and said, I agree. Lewis, you said bad calls. I, I mean, mean I, that's what Bruce is arguing. Is that? I, I mean, I watched the game. I, I didn't see any bad calls. I think the referee crew did. I'm a just great saying job. it was right equal full, on both sides. Almost a big fight broke out. They handled yeah, it right. well. I well. Curry did a great job. What Pearl's upset about also is three of his players, Johnny Broom, Jalen Williams, and Alan Flanagan, all fouled out. But, I mean, you know, it's it's Alabama, it's Alabama-Auburn. It's going to be a physical yep. ball game. Absolutely. And, you know, these players and, – and I'll tell you what, uh, I saw the game down in Auburn uh, – earlier this year, and it was a tremendously physical ball game. It was. I saw the ball game in Knoxville when Tennessee beat Alabama. That was might have been one of the most physical ball games I've ever seen in college before. Of course, after the Auburn-Alabama game down in Auburn, they played Tennessee four days later and got beat Alabama then. Okay. So, and we, you know, Pearl said, quote, we should have won the game. Uh, very, very disappointing. You know, obviously they made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of that. I've already said that. We got so smashed is is, is smashed. What does smashed mean? Is that a new term, Lou? You're a lot younger than all of us. I don't get it either. I mean, is smashed? Is that a dirty? Is that it a seem pretty is, equal? Is, to is me. smashed a dirty? Where did, how did you a, use another? It? How do you? How, uh, we got we got. Uh, let's see. I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed. So if you say uh, that, is, is that a sexual? Con is that is that is that kind of a? Is that another word for getting? I mean, yeah. the short end of the stick. I think I mean, so. Is that, I, is that, I, mean, I is doubt it, he meant it, it in that capacity, though. I mean, okay. I guess he just means that they got out physical. I mean, that's pretty much what happened anyway. Pearl so. said they played hard. They played well. Uh, if that's the number one team in the country, you know, 
come on the road in a hostile environment. Uh, but we needed that one to get in, in the NCAA tournament, and we didn't get it. So he, he said he had to, you know, in order for them to be considered, I guess, I, I find it hard to believe, I guess, I guess they're not going to be in the, in the NCAA. He also said, we'll get ready to play Tennessee. We're incredibly outmanned at the end. I guess he's referring to the players being fouled out. He is three or four guys on the bench in foul trouble. He said, it's a joke. So I'm sure he'll be hearing from the SEC front office uh, did, pretty did, soon. Did Bruce drink a lot when he was at Tennessee? Because he looks like an alcoholic. <laughs> I think that might have been a storyline for sure. What's that? Crying? Uh, what yeah. is, is that Bruce? Did he call in? Let's go live to Auburn for the Bruce Pearl press <laughs> go, conference. Go ahead. What's he got to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, well, Auburn – <laughs> Auburn committed Auburn committed 29 fouls to Alabama's 20, okay? Uh, the Tigers hit four, 15 of 24 free throws. So that's not – that's, I don't know, 60 – that's great. 60, 66%, 60%, something great. like that. That's not that – that's good. Had, of course, they hit all their free throws. We, he wouldn't be talking about that, would he? No, well, it was right. a five-point game. Not, and not Alabama 85. hit 24-31 from the stripe. So uh, so the Tigers are 19-11, and 9-8 in the SEC. You know, I don't know, 19-11, they're going to have to look at their body of work. It seems like they should get in. Do you but, realize right before halftime, Auburn was shooting 83% from three-point – right before halftime, 83%. They was on fire the first half. So they could – I mean, they couldn't miss. So uh, – you know, sour grapes, and I, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure what you what you call that. Uh, did you all happen to see the uh, replay of the Southern uh, Illinois University Edwardsville game? I did not. No. Uh, last night at the Ohio Valley Conference tur- at the OVC tur- tournament. Oh, is the basketball big fight? Tur- just minutes before halftime, uh, where Southern Illinois University Edward, at Edwardsville lost 81-75 to UT Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were playing this in Evansville, Indiana, uh, where the Edwardsville forward, Dewan Pruitt, reared back and punched UT Martin forward right in the face at midcourt. Yeah, I did see that. I saw that? On, yeah, I saw that on uh, social media last it was night. Crazy. It was insane. The dude, the UT Martin guy, was just running back down the floor, and the guy was in his way. He was kind of had his hands up and uh, was really kind of you know pushing him back, walking <laughs> without really even trying. The dude just reared back and well, it, it it, it kind of looked like before that happened, they they went down on uh, I don't know who's in the court it was, but. Uh, the guy that got hit for UT Martin looked like he kind of he might have given a shoulder a shiver a shoulder shiver to uh, the, this uh, Pruitt kid um, for Edwardsville and I'm telling you if you look it up online uh, pull up the UT Martin uh, UT Martin I guess a sucker punch is what they're calling it and. Uh, when they went back down the floor after he kind of got this this shoulder to the side or to the back to his back, they walked back down the court and all of a sudden this kid from Edwardsville 
Pruitt just rears back and knocks the crap out of the UT Martin player and slugs him right in the face. Yeah. Bloodies, bloodies him up, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> and then uh, the UT think- Martin guy tried to throw a punch, but he completely just whiffed. Oh, he was going for him. I think eight uh, people got ejected uh, at the end of that. Three were ejected from the game. Uh, and the, the, the player that uh, got hit – uh, was bleeding as he left the court. Um, so anyway, it, it it was it was pretty nuts last night uh, at the OVC tournament, and that uh, that punch is online and it's worth pulling up because it's yeah. kind of shocking to watch. Kind of reminds you of the of the sucker punch that the Tennessee big offensive lineman gave the guy at the rec center. Do you all remember that Tony, <laughs> Tony McDaniel, Tony, he's a, he went, he went in the NFL. Or McBride. Was. I want to say, what was it? McDaniels. I can't I remember. remember. But anyway, they're playing pickup basketball games at, at the UT rec center in Knoxville. And I, it might've been during the summer. And, um, this bit, this big offensive tackle, or lineman for Tennessee is standing next to a kid. I guess he was played played basketball get before him, and he just turns around and just hits him square in the face, knocks breaks bones in his face, breaks teeth out. I mean, he absolutely sucker punched him, and I think they they ended up suing him, getting some type of judgment. Well, this is not only happening in the men's side during the SEC tournament this week. Kentucky and Florida's playing. And they broke out into a fight. Uh, the women did. Women. Yeah, we eight, talked. Eight injections. Eight injections. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, also, um, it looks like Illinois forward Matt Mayer is this guy's name. Uh, he missed practice the other day, uh, and he uh, his excuse was he, that he was in du- he was in like a caffeine induced euphoria. Uh, I read from, about this from caffeine poisoning. I didn't know this was a thing. Did have you ever? Uh, did you I know did there's not. such thing as caffeine poisoning? No, I did not. But what did he say? He drank well, six monster energy. <laughs> I mean, I believe it at that point. Yeah, Illinois forward Matthew Mayer returned to practice Wednesday after sitting out the previous two days. It turns out that he was sidelined with caffeine poisoning. Um. Mayor said, I've actually been sick the last few days. I had caffeine poisoning. I literally had six monsters the day of the game. I only had one before, but I had five after because I like caffeine-induced euphoria to play video games. Um, it's a bad I could barely get out of bed the next day. It was basically like a caffeine hangover. So this is my first day of practicing since then. So... What does that tell you? If you go out and exert a bunch of energy and sweat a bunch, don't go buy a 12-pack of tall boy monsters and then sit down and drink them all so you can stay up all night playing Just go to sleep. Call of Duty 12. Yeah. Okay, this is uh, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and uh, we're going to take a two-minute break. Be right back. I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough on it. Go get Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. 
We've been family owned the whole time and being family owned, locally owned means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Go ahead on, break them off with a little previews of the remix. Now, I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my Lexus cool. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. So, baby, give me that. Welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Big Lou, Coach JD, and Clayton the Claw. It is Friday afternoon, and it is the 4th of March. Is this? No, 3rd of March. It's the 3rd. It's the 3rd. Okay, my bad, my bad. I know, and everybody's saying, golly, all that guys do is look on his phone. It'll tell him. Well, I've got – don't have that pulled up. Today is March 3rd. 
And uh, it's a windy day right here in Middle Tennessee, and uh, big storms already came through, and we survived those um, with a few tornado warnings north of us and south of us as we are located in Columbia, Tennessee, broadcasting at 101.7 FM WKOM right on West 7th Street in Columbia. And we appreciate you all joining in. Did you hear about the dog taking the dump in Louisville? What? <laughs> yes, I know. I no, I did not. No. no. Okay. So, you know, you know, it, 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 pro games, college games, they have halftime shows, right? And um, you all have heard about Red Panda. She's the Asian woman that gets on the very tall unicycle and bounces. Spins the plates. The yes, bowl, and yeah. – and, Bounce dishes on her head, yes. And and, and that's just a halftime show. Well, Louis, the Louisville Cardinals, who have not had a very good year this year, and let me kind of explain what I mean by not a very good year. <laughs> five wins. Let's see. How many they got? Five wins? That's it. Okay. And they're a blue blood of college basketball. Team. They are. I mean, they beat, they beat Clemson, they beat Western Kentucky and Florida A&M and lost – and they beat Georgia Tech, and they pretty much lost every other game they played. Yeah, they're awful. Um, but anyway, so just the other night, uh, they had Frisbee Dog um, for a halftime show. You know, you all oh, see them. Frisbee Dog. No, yeah, Frisbee Dog. Yeah, they're great. I love Frisbee Dogs. I don't like they, where this is going. Just, they'll catch you. Throw the Frisbee in there. The dog jumps off the guy's shoulders and catches in there, does a flip. You know, it's, it's very entertaining stuff. Uh well, Frisbee Dog took a dump on Louisville's court. In <laughs> that's the, fitting. In the, in that's the, fitting for the season. In the middle had. of his routine, and so they they pretty much said, you know, that's just a that's just a pretty much a, a great metaphor for uh, how the season's gone. how Louisville's season is gone. You know what I mean? But who's having a good? Who had a great season this year? Local. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Columbia State had a great season. Congratulations to the Chargers. Yeah. My boy Q Martin, who's, who's uh, starting for the Chargers on that team, and they're going in uh, as the top team in the in the, in the the tournament. In the JUCO. P- in the JUCA. Okay. Tournament. Yep. But they, they won their conference. They did. 25-4 on the season. 25-4. and four. Well, congratulations uh, are in order for the Columbia State Community College Chargers, CSCC Chargers. Had not did that since Gene McBee, McBay's glory days. Out there. I tell you what, I, you know, and, and if Gene there's – and, and we're going to – we need probably need – let's pull one of those guys in and talk to them. I agree. Next yeah, week. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Get the coach. See players. if they've got time to come in here and uh, meet us and, and give us 15 minutes of their time and we can talk about uh, the tournament coming up Where's and how they're at. The Do tournament. I don't know. I, I, I'm not okay. sure. We'll have, we'll have to get back to you on that, Coach. Okay. Um, what do we need to know about March Madness um, coming up? All and, up in the air, in my opinion. And we, you know, we've got three Alabama guys in here and one UT guy. And, uh, you know, Alabama continues to insist on allowing Brandon Miller to play despite his alleged involvement in the January 15th shooting death of a woman at a, in the bar district of Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, they haven't – they've decided that the attorney general there uh, in Tuscaloosa has decided that there's nothing to charge Miller with. Um, 
However, as and we know public opinion, how much that matters, but Alabama, Nate Oates, and Brandon Miller will be will continue to be judged through the court of public opinion all through the tournament because of this. Don't you think so, Clayton? I mean, don't you? Yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna have everybody rooting against them for sure. But again, I think this is an opportunity for these guys to come together even more than what they have. I said it yesterday that they're not playing as well as they were before all this came out. Uh, they've started out flat the last several games. So I think maybe after the game tomorrow down at, at A&M, uh, a few days off until next Friday up in Nashville will be, will be good for them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, and, and the farther they move along in, the, in, in both tournaments coming up, the SEC tournament coming up next week, like you said, in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena, and then the March Madness. Now – not maybe maybe not so much if they play in Birmingham, represent the one if they were one seed in the South region, and represent and, and play in Birmingham, they might not get as much. But once they move out of the friendly confines of the state of Alabama, they'll go to Louisville. They go to Louisville, and then they'll start. They'll really start, probably start to hear it at that point. And, um, hope, and they will absolutely hope that the frisbee dog isn't there. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was fixing to say. Um, so um, here's the, my thing, though. Do you think they're a one seed now, regardless of what oh, happens tomorrow? I absolutely, most think definitely. I think they're a one seed. I've got to be, even if they get bounced out of the SEC tournament early. Oh, absolutely. I think so. I, I, you know, just that the SEC tournament. I mean, it's. It, it's a fun. It's a fun event. It's great for fans. Uh, you can see multiple SEC teams in one day, one afternoon, one night, whatever the deal is. But it really doesn't mean a whole lot. It only means something to the teams that are trying to get in, the, like Bruce Pearl. Yeah, somebody that can go on a run. That can win it. That can win it and and solidified their automatic bid. Absolutely. Yeah. That's where that's where the tournament. Uh, uh, matters the SEC th- those conference terms matters the most. Now, uh, the second thing about March Madness and what we need to know is who will join Alabama as the number one seeds in the tournament. So there's Houston at twenty eight and two done. Okay, UCLA, Kansas at twenty five and five probably done. Uh, now the fourth one, UCLA Purdue. Yeah, pretty. That's all I think. It's got to be. It's got to be one or the other. It's got to be UCLA. Um, Just for geographic purposes, it's got to be. I would say that spot likely likely still belongs to Purdue, but the Boilermakers at twenty five five no longer have such a tight grip on it after dropping four of the past sevens, and they just won by two last night. Mm -hmm. You know, I I picked them. I picked them to cover last night the three points, and they went by two. Mm. Made me a little upset. (laughs) And uh, but anyway. and then UCLA, I mean, they're twenty six and four. They're the outright Pac twelve champions, and you know they they haven't stumbled really. I mean, they they they're cruising right along. I want to say they have nine straight wins, yep. something like that. They play Arizona this weekend, don't they? Mm, I'm not sure who they yeah, have Saturday. on Saturday. I have to Arizona. look that up. Yeah, Arizona. Uh, so who else besides the number t- number ones? can possibly win this, the NCAA March Madness Tournament. Anybody. Yeah. Well, this I got year. Sister Jean. You know who Sister Jean Kentucky. is? Kentucky. 
She picked she picked the wildcat. And Vanderbilt picked him too. Is, is Sister Jean, is she like is she pretty good at doing? I'm not I'm not up on Sister Jean. Is she pretty good at doing this stuff? I don't know. 103 years old. Well, she's well, been around long enough to know. Yes. But uh, I need to tell her Adolf Rupp is still he's not at Kentucky anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and we can understand that now. Uh, Indiana. I saw an article that mentioned Indiana, and Indiana has a future NBA guard and freshman Jalen Hood Shafino, uh, an All-American uh, reign at front court. Uh, oh, excuse me. That, he's a point guard. In the front court, they have Trace Jackson Davis, and they've got a bunch of, uh, bunch of experience on the bench. So this, this article that I, I pulled up, is talking about maybe Indiana. They're playing good right now, too. TCU. Uh, playing good. And uh, the same with the freshman-laden Duke, with Duke, which is much more dangerous team now, now than it was a month ago because it, these freshmen have gotten another month under their belt. So – but I don't know. I think Duke. I think Duke's is, is kind of a far stretch. You've, uh, he might. They might be a long shot for sure coming into the tournament. Um, who won it last year? Kansas. That is correct. Kansas won it last year. Is it? Would it be rare for Kansas to repeat as as your champion? I, don't, uh, I, don't I think, think this year that it's going to be rare. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just saying. So, how is Kansas leading college, leading college basketball strongest conference, and on track for a number one seed in the NCAA a double A tournament going? Well, it's going pretty well. Um, a mix of player development and adding talent by way of the high school ranks and the transfer portal. Um, Kansas looks poised to possibly repeat. Uh, I want to say they're going to be a number one seed. And Vegas has them as about, mm, I'm going to say, six and a half, seven to one right now to win it all. What's what's Vegas saying about Bama? Uh, Bama's, Bama was at nine. Okay. And I think they after, after the Auburn move, they might have moved down a little bit to maybe eight to one now or seven to one. So um, I've, I like UCLA. I, I put a little money on UCLA, and they were at plus 13 at that time. Now they've gone to – uh, Eleven moved down to eleven to one. The, so uh, the guy at UCLA is Player of the Year. What's his name? Hawkes. Yeah, Hawkes. He's having a great year. And they've got a terrific point guard in Tiger Campbell, who who can get the ball up and down the court and uh, get the ball to Hawkes. So, uh, you know that's that's going to be interesting to see uh, as we move forward in the tournament. Um, as far as this weekend goes, uh, there are. And this is the last weekend, as we were going to say, this is the last weekend before college basketball moves into their conference tournaments. And uh, in top 25 action this weekend, Alabama goes to A&M, but Alabama's already clinched the SEC. And if they don't come back and beat Auburn this past Wednesday night, sure. then they have to go to A&M. Be a must win. And must win, which is going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be a tough out. It's going to be one heck of a ball game. And they play at 11 a.m. Saturday morning. Uh, elsewhere in the top 25, number three, Kansas, goes to number nine, Texas. There's some still some excellent basketball to be played this weekend. Um, let's see who else in 
Number four, UCLA is at home against Arizona. Coach, you were correct on that. Um, Arizona's 25 and 5. UCLA's 26 and 4. And you know, as as people are trying to fill in these their brackets coming up, I kind of look at teams, and I think, and, and not trying to be Captain Obvious here, but teams moving forward, and I'm talking about deep third, fourth rounds into the into the tournament. Sweet 16, Elite Eight. You need to pick teams that have very few losses. And I know that's I know that sounds obvious, but if you look at tournaments past, teams that have four, five, six losses, even seven losses, try to move those teams forward in your brackets because A, they haven't lost a lot of games. They've they found a way to win a lot of games during the during the course of the year, and B, they just they refuse to lose. So as you're filling out your brackets, look at those teams and and, and try to stay away from the teams with the eight, nine, ten losses if you can, and try to try to try to pull put those teams that have the fewest losses, move them up in your brackets. I think you'll have a little bit more success in your brackets. Not like a Louisville who's four and twenty six. That's true. Um, but anyway, wish I had uh, some. Wish I had some good stuff to say about the old uh, Tennessee Vols, and I know they've uh, picked up a couple <laughs> wins in a row here. But I mean, well, with Ziegler going know, out, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. It was, you lose your Nate Smith Award finalist, defensive I mean, player of the year, and uh, really you just, the leader of that team. And, you're sm- in, in the words of Bruce, Bruce Pearl, you're smashed. It's a smack in the face for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you you're smashed, right? You just you just don't have a shot. You've got other name guys that can step up into those positions, but uh, he's just a leader. And I'll tell you a team who I like and who plays tough, Marquette, number six Marquette. They're 24-6. and six. They play tough. They've got a good uh, – I think Shaka Smart is their coach. Is that correct? Is he coaching? That sounds right. Shaka Smart. Um, or it might be Anthony Grant. No, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, but they're you know, they they're a very tough team. They're, they're 24. Uh, only have six losses on the year. Virginia, who plays very tough defense, they play Louisville this weekend. Bet the under on that on Saturday. Um, so you know we're in the middle. We're right here, and and right now is where people are going to be going in their offices, uh, and they're going to be playing their March Madness pools. Uh, don't don't put too much weight on conference if if, if somebody upsets in their conference tournament and goes out and wins the conference tournament. So, for instance, Vanderbilt's playing pretty good basketball right now. Uh, say Vanderbilt were to win the SEC championship uh, in their tournament. Um, yep. You know, I I wouldn't think uh, – just because they did that, I wouldn't think they were going to make the Final Four. No, absolutely not. So, don't get too excited about, about these teams. It's, if you're watching the conference tournaments next week – and they do, and they're doing really well. And they're kind of, you know, and they, and ESPN guys are hyping them up. CBS guys are hyping them up. Whatever sports channel you're watching, TBS, TNT, wherever the uh, conference oh, tournaments are being played, just because they're hyping them up, don't necessarily when you get ready to fill in your brackets, don't be moving those teams ahead of teams with a better pet, a better pedigree throughout the year. 
than they do just this coming week. Yeah, big tournament is going to be you know up for grabs for for a lot of teams, and these conference <clears throat> tournaments are even more so going yeah. to be up for grabs, especially the SEC. There's a lot of teams that I think that could go in there and win it. Right, absolutely. Well, so they catch fire and wins the SEC tournament, that puts them in the NCAA tournament. Right, absolutely, yeah. and 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 that's great. Uh, they're gonna. I hope. I hope the Robbins kid is uh, feeling a little bit better now. We're up against our second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Big Lou, Coach J.D., Clayton the Claw. Give us about two minutes, and we'll be back for our last segment. Don't go anywhere. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business 
Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, and I'm joined in the studio by Coach J.D. and Big Lou Maddox. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Drake. Lou, how's school been this week? It's going good. I'm on. I'm officially on spring break. I might be joining you guys a little bit more next week. Great. We're looking great. forward to it. Lou, Lou and for those listeners that did not know, Lou is a freshman at Middle Tennessee State University. What's the craziest thing you've seen so far in college life as being a freshman up there? Rick Stockstill. Okay, I agree. <laughs> he's a character. Yeah, and so yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a good guy, though. I, I, you know, I got the chance to interview him once a week in uh, during the season. And did you not ask him about a tryout? No, great I football. You not show him your highlight reels of that big pick six? No, down I did in Mount not. Pleasant. I got enough. I got enough on my plate. Okay, without. Being involved in the football team, I'm too. I'm too little. I could. I could never play in that and so, system. And so, Stockstill. I mean, yeah, he's a good guy, right? I mean, he's awesome. Yeah. I mean, easy honorable, talk. Honorable easy mission. to talk to, and yeah, he's a good. Acts good like he cares about a conversation that he's, that he's having with you. Absolutely. Does he know where Columbia, Tennessee is? I'm sure he does. Because he never recruits he's, anybody down there. Does he not really? No. You know anybody from Columbia that played football? Well, now you, that you mentioned Ronnie Pillow. No, he didn't play at MTSU. Andre Bullock. Played at MTSU. That's why he's for a while. I know. Well, yeah, I, you're right. Uh, you DeMarco. Uh, I mean, uh, what was his name? Anyway. Uh, okay. All right. Red article. Coach Saban's upset. No, no. <laughs> when is he not? Big Lou, you don't care, but, you know. I care. You got to respect Lou. greatness. So, you That's know. what he is. Oklahoma and Texas are going to be going to be coming into the SEC in the fall of twenty four. Right. So they're trying to they're trying to work the schedules scheduling out right now. And the way that the SEC is proposing or talking about it, and the reason this was a Sports Illustrated article that Sabrin was letting his feelings be known about it, is that each team will keep a three. Every year, teams that they will play. Okay? So, Alabama's three, Tennessee, Auburn, and LSU. Three big And, and three Saban, Saban doesn't like that. He, You know, Saban says, man, you know, we understand that. And, and, the, and the SEC said, well, we, we kind of base that over the win-loss percentage over the past ten years, you know. And so, he said, well, you know – over the past 10 years, say Tennessee has not been the greatest football team on the face of the planet. True. But look at them now. They've stepped up for one And year. we have stepped to deal with LSU. Year. Who's also stepping up. I think they're going to keep being better. And we have to deal with Auburn. So he doesn't, he doesn't like the, the he teams doesn't, that he he's been dealt. He, he doesn't like 
he doesn't like having to have those three as permanent scheduled teams every single year. He feels as though that's putting them at a little bit – making Alabama's schedule much harder. You know why SEC is, is directing that direction, don't you? It's called M-O-N-E-Y. Money. Okay, so you're putting out. You're trying to get. You're trying to get the, the, the biggest, the, the biggest get. heavyweights up against each other is, right. is what you're saying, and right. that's going to draw. Money. That's going to draw the most viewers, the higher ratings. Um, and and you know I, I get it, but is it? But is that that fair to Alabama as opposed? Let's say Vanderbilt's three. Every year, which is going to be, I guess, UT. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, but, I mean, at the same time, you're Alabama. You're already getting LSU and Tennessee every year anyway, right? And yeah. Auburn. And Auburn. Yeah. You're, I mean, it's every already a, 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 a thing. It is. I don't see how you get that frustrated about something that's already been in place for this amount Saban of time. Saban says, we, we have three teams – and two of them are in the top ten, and the other is in the top ten a lot. He said, look historically over a 25-year history, and the three best teams in the East are Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida. You look historically at the 25 years, uh, Alabama, LSU, and Auburn are the three best teams in the West. So we're playing them all. We are. Yeah. I mean, you know, then Saban, now you can tell, you know, you all, I, I know everybody out there is not a Saban fan like Coach JD and I are. And some of them can appreciate, but you're going to have to appreciate what he is. And that's probably the GOAT as far as college football head coaching goes right now yeah. uh, in this modern era. I ask a fan, I'm a fan. If I got season tickets, I don't want to go down and watch the Vandy game. I want to go down and watch the Tennessee, well, Auburn, and the LSU game. Yeah, but if you're a head coach, now put your coaching hat on. Yeah. Do you want you much rather you much rather have a week of, of preparing for Vanderbilt before the LSU game or the Tennessee game or the Auburn game than you would preparing for Georgia? I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, Basically, the way it's way the new 20, the 24 alignment's going to be, if SEC gets itself right, the multiple goal is having six to seven teams in the playoffs. Now, Saban has always been for playing more uh, than the SEC's current eight game schedule. He wants, he was always, he always said, let's go to nine. Uh, he told Sports Illustrated that. Retaining an eight-game schedule would balance teams' opponents better. Uh, and he said, quote, I like playing more SEC games. I think it's good for the game and good for the fans, just like you said, Coach. Uh, I think they have a better chance to get the parity right doing the eight games. And I'm talking about the balance of who who has who, of who plays who. Um, however, keeping an eight-game schedule would come with changes. Divisions would still be eliminated and there would be only one permanent opponent per team in order to rotate the other seven games among the new 16 team conference. So they're talking about so they're talking about knocking out the divisions east and west. I mean, uh, yeah, east and west. They're and just you're ta talking about just having one team per year that's permanent on the schedule? Yeah. Well, and, I, don't, I, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, how, how, could you Auburn, do that? Auburn. how could you do that? Then you'd have to then you'd have to do without Tennessee Alabama. Every exactly. Year. 
That's what I'm saying. I mean, I you know, pe- and that's and people are not going to go for that. I don't. I don't think so either. I wouldn't go for that. No, even though they've kicked our butts. No, I don't. And, and like Coach said, the last 16 years, I don't I think want to see that game. I don't think ticket sales would would no. reflect people going for that. So uh, that's it's an interesting conversation, and they're like, they're going to figure it out one way or the other. But it looks like to me they're just going to they're going to just do without the East and the West. And just put everybody into one, one big division. Just put them all in just the SEC. I don't like that. Well, you do draw every every winter for you. Who are you gonna play for the next year? Oh, well, I, no, no, they just rotate. They just you talking about how they schedule that? Yeah, yeah, how would you they would that? just they would just put them on a rotation basis somehow. How about we just drop Missouri and Vanderbilt and add in Texas and Oklahoma? How about that? see see that's the, how see, easy see, would that be? Here's the UT be? fans. Here, here here goes the UT fans talking about kicking out Vanderbilt out of the SEC. You know what I mean? Who 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 got beat on the last second buzzer beater by Vanderbilt last week? Kentucky. Week four last? Oh, Tennessee, Kentucky. Oh, that's right. right. No, that's yeah. right. That's okay. right. That's right. We can talk about they basketball are, oh, now. Okay. We can now we can oh, talk so, about basketball. Uh, yeah, but see, I thought we were talking about football. Oh, I see. So keep them in basketball. Keep them in baseball because they dominate ah. in baseball, and they they just beat UT in in basketball. But football, let's kick them out. Yeah, they're terrible. Right, they've had three good weeks. You know, I mean, <laughs> terrible the rest of the see, year. See, this is this is a typical Tennessee fan, baseball. Typical anymore. Tennessee fan. They've had one solid year. You, that's what they've you had said. one solid year in the past eleven, and here they come. All right, you got me. You know, all right, all right. I, I figure. I but just imagine this: you take the the map of the United States and you draw that line down in the Southeastern Conference. And say you took Auburn scrapes to the east, Alabama stays west. You have Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, LSU, Mississippi State in the west. You have South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Auburn, Florida, Florida. in the east. You're talking about unfair advantage there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, so anyway, they'll they'll get it figured out, guys, by 2024. That's when the fall of 2024 is when we – Welcome in Texas and Oklahoma. We'll be welcome in Texas. Into the Southeastern Conference. Texas and Oklahoma are coming into the Southeastern Conference. I mean, now, hell, I guess we had Texas A&M and Missouri in, so we might as well let them in. That's right, because this Don't fall, this fall, Alabama's second, first game is going to be MTSU and Tuscaloosa's second game is Texas rolling to, to Tuscaloosa this year. I remember the year MTSU came down there and almost beat. Almost beat, did, yeah. Came very, probably should have won that ball game. But uh, – Anyway, uh, hey, tonight, folks, if you were making plans to go to a TSSAA high school basketball game and uh, tournament game, they've all been canceled, okay? Just FYI, make plans to go out and eat dinner, whatever, stay at home, watch a movie, grab a pizza, whatever you want to do. Be careful, though. It's windy out there. Yes, do, do be <laughs> careful. Uh, I think everything's supposed to be calming down by about dark, maybe somewhere in that time. But um, all the two plus double A tournament games have been canceled, so uh, don't head to your local gym to expect to see a basketball game night. All right, that's the end of our show for this week. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Thank you for joining us. I'm Drake, Coach JD, and Big Lou Maddox, <laughs> and we are uh, we're out of here, and we'll talk to you on Monday, four o'clock. Have a great weekend. See ya.